Hi, welcome to our study of patterns found in the Gospel of Mark. As you can see from this chart, we're at chapter 11. When you get up to chapter 10, 11, and 12, you're going back to look at the other chapters to understand what he's trying to teach. For chapter 10, we were looking at devotion, and we had to look at surrender, submit, and serve. Today, we're looking, we're looking at chapter 11, and we're going to take a look at inspection, incentive, and intentions. And I need to bring your attention to this one right here, chapter 4, which is inspection. I used to have introspective. I found the word was kind of awkward in trying to remember, so inspection is the word I'm going to use there, which makes it a little bit simpler for other people to memorize that word. And I believe that you can memorize the whole Gospel of Mark simply by memorizing these simple words, and they'll bring to your attention what the chapter is trying to teach. So, chapter 11, the key word here is determined. Determined. Having one's, one's mind firmly made up to be resolved, be determined. And in this chapter, we break it down, three points, the triumphal entry, the cleansing of the temple, and Jesus' authority is challenged. And then we're going to see the correct response comes from the lessons Jesus teaches us from the fig tree, the example of the fig tree. So, to begin, we're looking at inspection, which means inclined to inspect one's own thoughts and feelings. In chapter 4, we are looking at the soil type. Um, some people are the rocky soil, the weedy soil, the good soil. Which type are you? Well, in this section right here called the triumphal entry, Jesus sends two of his disciples to Bethpage to get a colt. In Matthew, it says to get a colt and a donkey. Well, the two guys are going to walk into this town and, and try to take the first colt they see. And in most people's books, that's called stealing. So they've got to be kind of thinking this one through as they're going. But Jesus says, if anybody questions what you're doing, just say the master has need of it. Well, that they understand. So what kind of soil are they? Are they the weedy soil and they're going to worry to death about what's going to happen when they try to take that colt? Or are they the rocky soil and they're not even going to go and try to get the colt? Or are they the good soil? And they're going to listen to what Jesus says, trust in G what Jesus says. And obviously, they inspected themselves and said, yes, we're going to accomplish it. And they did. And as they were untying the colt, the bystander said to them, what are you doing untying the colt? They spoke to them just as Jesus had told them. The master has need of it. And they gave them permission. So everything that Jesus said is going to come true. But he asked them to do it, and they did it anyways, because they were the good soil. And then when they returned, those who went in front and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So the interesting thing about this is, because they were obedient to do what God had called them to do, other people can glorify God. If I don't do what God calls me to do, others can't glorify God because God is counting on me. So I need to inspect myself and I need to say, am I determined to accomplish God's will in my life? And you have to ask yourselves, are you happy with your last inspection? 2 Corinthians 13.5, test yourselves to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourselves. Or do you not recognize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you, what, fail the test? Unless you fail the test to see that God lives inside of you? Be determined. And the way to do that is to inspect yourself. 
look into yourself. The next section is talking about incentive, the cleansing of the temple. The incentive is something that urges you on. So the incentive here is, this is symbolic of what Jesus' ultimate goal is, is to seek and save the lost, forgiveness of sins, to establish his church, to cleanse the temple, to bring forgiveness to all the people. So Jesus cleanses the temple and then he begins to teach the people, is it not written, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you've made it a robber's den. Then, he goes, then, we, then it goes on in verse 18 that the chief priests and scribes heard this. They began seeking how to destroy him, for they were afraid of him. And the, for the whole crowd was astonished at his teaching. Jesus had the correct incentive. He was determined for our sake to cleanse the temple. And he was determined he went all the way to the cross. It's interesting, John 15, 13. Greater love has none than this that one laid down his life for his friends. In other words, am I giving up what I want to do in this lifetime to help serve my friends, to help bring them into the body of Christ? The question you have to ask yourselves is, what do you live to do? Are you determined? What's your incentive? To build up the church? That's the thing you need to ask yourself, and that's what you need to become determined about. Third point is the intentions. His authority was challenged. And here it is, your intention is the determination to respond in a certain way. And that's what Jesus is going to do with these guys because their intentions are, are wrong and Jesus' intentions are right because they challenge him. By what authority are you doing these things? And Jesus' response was, was the baptism of John from heaven or men? And because they knew they would be trapped in this, they said, we do not know. And they refused to respond. So Jesus said, well, nor will I tell you by what authority I do these things. If your intentions aren't clear, I'm not going to respond to you. And Jesus responds to open, humble hearts, not to those that are trying to trap him. And you need to ask yourselves, are your intentions honorable? Why did you come to the body of Christ? Why did you become a Christian? Are you there to help other people? What are your intentions? Understand what your intentions are to reach out and to help other people and be determined to accomplish that. Okay, let's get into the uh, correct response. Bef on the Wednesday, on the Tuesday morning as he was going to Jerusalem, he saw a fig tree. The fig tree had no fruit on it, so he cursed the fig tree. In season, out of season, God's going to call us to be prepared to defend ourselves. Are you prepared in season and out of season? Well, the cursing of the fig tree is symbolic of Jesus cursing the Jews, is what we need to see here. The next day, as they're going to Jerusalem, the apostles see the fig tree, and, it's wither, and it was withered up. And so here comes the lessons from the fig tree. Lesson number one is inspection. Verse 23, Jesus says, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain to be taken up and cast into the sea, and what? Does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it will be granted to him. Is that where your faith is? Do you trust in the word of God that you're going to stand up and do what you need to do? Just like the triumphal entry. Those two guys went and got the colt and did what God had called them to do. When you look in chapter 4, um, which is talking about inspection, Jesus stood up in the boat and said, Hush, be still, and what? The wind obeyed. Lesson here is 
Do not doubt. If you have doubts concerning the word of God, investigate, get rid of the doubts. The more you study, the doubts will be gone. That's a guarantee. There's nothing wrong with the word of God. Inspect. Do I truly believe? Do, is that where my faith is at? He goes on to talk about the incentive here. Therefore, I say to you, verse 24, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them and they will be granted to you. Pray, what are you praying and asking for? Jesus' incentive was to cleanse the temple, to establish the church, to forgive us of our sins. When you look in chapter 5, the, the good example was the demoniac. The demoniac not only wanted to get rid of all those demons that he had inside of himself, but he wanted to give back to God. So he said, let me follow you. And Jesus says, well, go to your hometown and tell them everything that God has done for you. He did exactly that. He wanted to give back. He wanted to help God build the temple. What are you praying and asking for? For God to help you to see what gift he's given you. Romans chapter 6, uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 6 to verse 8 of the seven gifts that God gives to individuals in the church. Do you ask God to open doors so that you can reach out and touch the lives of other people? Or do you pray and ask for simple things like uh, get over a cold or, or you know, uh, get a job or get this or get that? Now, I'm not saying those things are wrong, but the heavier, weightier matters that we need to understand is, am I really working on helping God build his temple, his church, his body in this world? And am I determined to do those things? And then the third one is, what are your intentions? Verse 25, whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions. The authority was challenged. Jesus was not going to deal with these people because they had a hidden agenda. In chapter 6, it was all about intentions. The people of, of Nazareth had no intention of helping other people come to Christ, so few miracles were done. Herod had no intention, really, of protecting uh, John. He was more into protecting himself, so John had his head chopped off. And the apostles had no intention of feeding the 5,000. And Though they had to, they never learned from the miracle of the breaking of the bread. Their hearts were hardened. But the people of Genezaret were very humble when they saw Jesus land. And they were very forgiving because they ran throughout the entire countryside bringing people. There must have been people that they have known that they did not like, they did not get along with. But they were forgiving of everybody and bringing everybody to the road where Jesus walked down so that everybody could, what? Be forgiven. What's your intention? To reach out and forgive somebody and help them come see Christ? Or do you still want to hold that grudge? Do you still want to have that against other people? Because if your intention is to do that, God's not going to work with you. Your intention has to be forgiving to help others come to see and understand who Christ is. And that's the correct response, that we do not doubt as they did in the triumphal entry. And you need to examine yourself concerning that. And that to pray and ask, to have that kind of an incentive in which you're out there helping to build the temple and to be forgiving totally to other people. That needs to be my intention. Mark chapter 11, when you understand these things, you need to be what? You need to be determined. That's what God's calling for us to do. Having your mind firmly made up to be resolved, to get on with the work that Jesus calls for us to do. Thanks for watching.